Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. And for me, it's happy vacation because me and my family are heading to the beach and I'm so excited. But before I do that, I have an incredible guest for you guys. We don't talk about money a lot on the show, not because it's not important, but because there just aren't that many people that really deal with it, right? Like money is such like one of those things that, you know, it can break up relationships. It can cause rifts in families. I should know. And so, um, yeah, it's something that I'm really excited to talk about. I have a really fabulous guest for you today. Sarah, the money coach is joining us. Hopefully you guys will get a lot out of what she has to say. She is amazing. I look forward to you guys meeting her after this. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome back, you guys. I am so excited for my guest today. Sarah, the money coach is here. Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi, Amy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. And I love her energy. You guys feel free as you're watching, let us know where you're watching from. We can pull you up on the screen and say hi and give you a little bit of our, our energy. So feel free to let us know where you're watching from. And for those of you out there in podcast land, we will do our best to enumerate everything that we see on the screen, but you can always go to my YouTube channel and watch the video as well. So if you want to like mute one, watch the other one, that way you can see all the goodness, all of Sarah's awesome facial expressions that you may miss out on on the podcast. And with that, Sarah, tell us, so, you know, obviously you're a money coach now, right? That's probably not what you came out of school to become or what you said, when I grow up, I want to be a money coach. So I would love to hear and tell us a little bit about kind of where you came from and how you kind of evolved into what you're doing now. Absolutely. Yeah. Great question. So I never imagined myself as an entrepreneur. I went off to college and I worked my butt off to graduate early. So I graduated in three years instead of four with my undergrad while I was pregnant with my, with my oldest. And I actually um, walked across the stage and got my commencement, um, went through the commencement ceremony when I was 39 weeks pregnant. So I, the whole time I was just praying, like, please don't go into labor while I'm shaking the Dean's hand. <laughs> So, um, and just I, that one second, that one second, any time other than that, but just not right then. Yes. Yep. Yep. No, I was ready, but I wanted to get my, I wanted to get my, uh, my graduation done first. So then I was in the process of applying for my MBA and I wanted to be on the fast track for corporate career, climbing ladders, stuff like that. And then a week later I had my daughter. And my life completely changed when I became a mom. And I never expected that to be the case. So what, I, what happened was I ended up um, becoming a stay-at-home mom eventually when I was pregnant with my second daughter. And that just kind of started a whole domino effect in my life. I started dipping my toes into, entrepreneur, into entrepreneurship when, um, when I became a stay-at-home mom with direct sales and several different direct sales companies, they really, I was enticed by being able to build your own business while you were 
home with your kids. And I didn't realize there was a whole avenue of careers that you could pursue without having to have a corporate job. I didn't realize that entrepreneurship was so vast and so there was such opportunity there. So I, um, I started dipping my toes into the water, tried out a few different companies, didn't really like the rigidity that came with the, with that. I did like that each company had like a roadmap to success, but um, I, it just, it wasn't for me. So Fast forward a few years, I last year, the end of 2020, I was about eight months postpartum from having my third daughter. And I was dealing with postpartum depression and mental health issues. And finally, I was just like, you know what, I have been trying to side hustle my way to success for so long. It had been three years at that point. And I'm like, I just need a break. I need a break to focus on my brain, my health my physical health and emotional health and and I and we'll see what comes from that. So I basically took the first quarter of this year and focused on myself. I just I was doing emotional journaling, trying to figure out what my mindset was, where things were going with that, what I was telling myself and looking for limiting beliefs. And this was all before I even knew that there was a whole coaching community out there. <laughs> So from that, I, um, I discovered the coaching realm. So I had been doing therapy and um, emotional journaling and a whole bunch of stuff just focusing on me and trying to figure out, like, what's my hobby? What do I like? What do I want? And what do I want out of life? Because when you become a mom, a lot of times that just completely takes over your whole world. And I wanted to maintain my identity while still being a mom and still being able to contribute to our family financially and these different things. So then I, I started asking myself, well, what do I like to do? What do I, what do I want to do? How do I want to help people? Because I, I do feel very strongly about that. I want to help people and help them to get a leg up in this world. And I'm like, you know what? I went through Dave Ramsey's financial peace university when I was in high school, I had done, I learned how to budget when I was in college because I didn't want to have any debt from that. And um, so I got I got through college, got my undergraduate degree, no debt there. And um, that was just something that I was like, you know what, this is something I like to do. I like to help people. I like to show them the opportunity that there is out there that they can that they can have if they just had a little bit of money management skills. So from that, I've discovered the coaching community and um, just kind of fell in love. I fell in love with helping people one-on-one, hearing their stories, providing a safe space for them to dream big, and, and helping them to just achieve their goals. I've always been a really, good, really good at setting goals, but achieving goals was something that I struggled with. So it's like, oh, yes, I want to be a six-figure earner. Or I want to do all of these things. I want to take this trip first class to Bali, whatever. And, but, you know, actually doing that, pulling the trigger, buying the plane tickets, that was something that, you know, I I was always hesitant to do. And so this year, starting from basically the ground up, rebuilding my mental framework has just helped me to completely change that. Now it's all about goal achievement. You know, goals, goals are great, but getting those goals, achieving those goals, doing the thing you need to do to achieve the thing that you want, that's what's important. And so that's kind of where, where I came from. I love that. Yeah. It's amazing how much we evolve as people, as we become moms, right? Cause like all of a sudden part of you is like walking around outside of your body and you're like, hold on, like part of me, like I need to, I need to pay attention over there. And it just gives you such a different perspective because 
it used to be that all you had to worry about was yourself and your immediate needs. And then all of a sudden you, you know, and then you multiply it, right? You have more. And then you're like, wait, there's one there, but there's one there. And then when, you know, when you get to three, then you're like, you know, there's only two of you. And so then you're on zone defense instead of man defense. Right. And it just becomes like this whole thing. And, um, and yeah, and, and I think, I think it's interesting that you did, um, Financial Peace University in, in high school. That's so cool. I didn't do it until after, you know, I was married. Um, and uh, so just to have that perspective so early on is, is really powerful. Um, my question, though, is so we're talking about money and, you know, we talk about mindset a lot, especially in, as in dream design. We talk a lot about kind of believing, you know, what's available, not dreaming big, but dreaming deep. And we talk about the fixed versus the growth mindset, you know, per Carol Dweck and that book and all that. But, you know, money mindset is a very unique animal. And so I would love to know, what do you feel is really specifically differentiated or, or a differentiator of money mindset as a subset of just general mindset? Right, for sure. So I, um, in April, I first just kind of discovered this whole mindset thing being a thing. And as my business has grown over the past few months, I've just really started to notice that, oh my gosh, money mindset is a huge thing. So I actually, in my, in my program, incorporate a money mindset action step every single week, even though I'm not specifically a money mindset coach. And I think that, um, that money mindset is like having the right mindset keeps you from, like you said, keeps you from being fixed. It helps you to get to that growth place and it helps you to, maneuver your habits, the habits that you currently have um, that have been holding you back. So say, you know, every time, every, every payday for you, you go and, and buy a latte and you go out for a steak dinner or something, you know, a habit like that, that's just been keeping you back instead of helping your money to stretch further. Well, if you work on your mindset and discover that, oh, my mindset is I got paid today, I deserve to treat myself and I go a little overboard with that. Once you have that awareness, you're able to start to, to shift that mindset like, hey, I just got paid today. That's great. But this money has a purpose elsewhere. And really in my program, what I do is I help you to give your money purpose and put a little bit of intentionality behind it um, so that it, will, it, it, has a, it has a purpose in your, in your monthly spending plan. Yeah, that's really good advice too, is, you know, to kind of make that differentiator and say like, okay, this is, you know, this is what's going on. Let me get my head around it. Let me see kind of what I'm doing. And then is this still something that I want to continue, right? Because sometimes it is. Sometimes it's like, yeah, no, that actually serves me and that's okay. And sometimes it doesn't. So I think that that's um, really great. But why do you think people struggle so much with this one aspect of their lives? I mean, obviously being a money mindset person or being a money coach, you know, you know that money is energy, right? And it, and it comes and it goes. Why do people get so hung up? I mean, it's so easy to imagine, yeah, there's unlimited air. When I go to the ocean, I'm not going to run out of water. Why do we have this hang up around money being limited, do you think? I think, and I think it kind of goes back to something that you just mentioned a little bit ago, um, being that you're, you're too close to it. Being able to have this awareness that this is a habit that you have and taking a step back and being like, oh, when I buy a candy bar every time I'm at Target, that's an impulse buy. I could go to Costco and buy them in bulk and save 20 bucks every week, something like that. So um, 
this, I just think that when you're immersed, when you're in, when you're just in your life, you don't have that, that third party perspective where you can objectively examine what you're doing with your life, what your habits are, how you're actually handling your money. And then once you have that awareness, you can start to, like I said, you can start to shift. You can start to incorporate things that are going to stretch your money further. And another thing that I wanted to say that you had touched on was giving yourself priorities. So if giving yourself a steak dinner every time you, every time it's payday, if that's a priority for you, if that is something that fills your cup and just brings you life, then absolutely keep that in your spending plan. What you want to do then is find other things that you can do, other things that you can shift, other things that you can cut to make sure that there is space for that steak dinner every time you have payday. Great advice. Absolutely. So you touched on uh, multi-level marketing and you know, you may or may not know, I came from the multi-level marketing world. I made multi seven figures in multi-level marketing. Um, No thanks to the, you know, the guidance of the company in any way. Um, But, you know, it seems like there's a really big gap when it comes to multi-level marketing and any kind of financial education. It's like, here's all this money, you're making all this incredible income, but no real guidance on how to spend it, what to spend it on, how to save it. You know, we see the same thing in, in, in um, education, right? Like there's really no money guidance. Do you think there's a reason or can you point to the reason why it would be behoove anyone for people not to know about their money? Like, like maybe let's touch on a little bit about kind of how maybe people don't realize that there's actually, you know, a movement to keep people stupid about money. That's a good point. Yeah, um, that's really where this passion of mine came from. Um, My parents were going through Financial Peace University when I was in high school. So they had just had me sit in on all of the sessions. And it started this desire within me to be debt free and to live a debt free life because there's so much freedom that comes with it. But if you even if you're living a debt free life, if you don't know what to do with your money as you have it, it's still, you're still going to feel impoverished. You're still going to have a scarcity mindset because your money goes out just as fast as it comes in. So I absolutely think that multi-level marketing, um, those companies, they are a really great tool for people to use to build immense wealth and have passive income coming in. It's just, it wasn't a good fit for me. And like you said, the, um, the training wasn't there and the the coaching for what to do with that money as it comes in. It really, it wasn't there. And I think that Keeping people from being aware of this is just a, a way for companies to keep people buying more stuff and, and, yeah. and buying into their marketing and buying into all of their sales flyers. And feeling dependent, too. I know in the business that I was in, it was encouraged that you dump out all your money every month. You know, go spend this. Go tell everybody what you're buying. Go show everybody what you, know, what you can do as a result of this company. And what that did was nobody had anything to leave with, right? You were stuck. Like you literally every month were depending on this company because you had been conditioned to spend your entire money container at a time. And I wish I could go back and talk to myself and be like, hey, girl, why don't you drop like a couple hundred thousand dollars into a savings or a CD for a couple of years, you know, like, mm-hmm. but hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Like we never know that at the time. 
But yeah, I think it's really important to mention that like this isn't one of those things that they're out there trying to teach you, right? Like there are people that benefit from you not knowing this. I mean, even, you know, something that you're not, you don't deal with, but another example is like tax law or, you know, um, what kind of business to set up, right? There are certain businesses that benefit you that you may not even know about because you don't have that financial knowledge. And so it's really important that we empower ourselves to get with somebody like Sarah to come in and say like, okay, here's what you're doing. And this is the best, you know, based on what your education is, but here's what I know. And let's do this thing instead, or let's try this thing and see if we can't save you more money, make you more money, you know, make you more mindful. Like you said about those impulse buys. I mean, there's something to be said about ripping up that peanut butter cup as you get out of the line at target, right? Yeah. Dopamine all the way. But if you plan ahead, and you put it in your phone, hey, don't forget to grab a peanut butter cup out of the freezer from that big pack you got at Costco or Sam's Club or wherever, BJ's, what we have back home, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, you can condition yourself to where that doesn't feel like a, like a constellation. You're still getting your peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. But maybe now, instead, when you stand in the line and you're going to pick up that peanut butter cup, you go, oh, wait a second, I just saved $1.50 because mm-hmm. that's how much the unit price is. And so you can condition yourself to see these things, you know, in your day-to-day life. And that's why you need someone like Sarah to do that. So I, I love, I love this conversation and, and I appreciate you going to these kind of like darker places. Cause I know, you know, it, it's not all sunshine. When we talk about coaching, there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of story. Like you said, there's a lot of story. Um, there's a lot of healing that has to be done in stretching, right? Like we have to really get outside our comfort zone to make the changes that we want to make. And so somebody like Sarah is there to kind of support you. You know, she's talking about that perspective. She can see what you can't, right? Mm-hmm. She can hold you accountable to what you said at the beginning you wanted to do. And maybe you say, oh, you know what? I really want to buy this course. Cause that's my, my advice, right? Is courses, online courses, me and a girlfriend of mine, figured out we have between us like $100,000 in courses. And have we taken them all? No. Have we paid attention to them all? No. We're, we're making a plan to do that now, but everybody has their vices, right? And so when you have somebody to hold you accountable for things like that, that's when it's like, okay, hold on a second. I know that she's going to stop me, right? Like I know that I can count on her because of the plan that we made and not everybody has that. So that being said, Sarah, um, how do people get a hold of you? If they want to like work with you, meet you, see if you're a good fit, what do they do? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at simply Sarah and my, my profile is public and you can send me a a PM. I will connect you with you there. I have a link there. You can find my Calendly. You can find my Facebook group there. Um, My Facebook group is called simply freedom with money coach Sarah. And that is where I do, I do two live trainings twice a week for free um, for people who are members of my group. And it, it really, it fills my cup. So being a mom and being busy all the time, being able to sit down for 20 minutes or 30 minutes every week and just help out my people, that just really fills my cup and and helping people see things that, like you said, that they weren't aware of. And now they can use this knowledge that I've been giving them and apply it to their lives to make immense change is just something that fills my soul. So, um, so yeah, absolutely. I love that. So what would be one thing, you know, if you could give people one piece of money mindset advice just right now for anybody watching, what would be something you would tell them? 
Yeah, absolutely. I would start asking yourself, why are you doing things? So when you go to Target, what is propelling you to reach for that candy bar or what is propelling you to grab that extra sweater? I know that it said, maybe it says it's on clearance. Maybe it says that it's $5 off. Maybe you have a coupon for 20% off, but beyond that, beyond just the simple joy of spending money and handing over your target card or your credit card or your debit card, besides that, why do you want to spend money? Because, and I have a client right now who she struggles with this, right? But being able to see that you don't have to spend money, I think people don't realize you don't have to spend money. You have control of your money. You tell your money where to go. And when we're not aware of that, it feels like money just goes out of our pockets as fast as it comes in. Like you said in your company, you know, you're encouraged to invest as much back in as you get. And that's the thing. And it's propelled by all of these big companies that, you know, they want to increase their profits, rightfully so. But when the consumer isn't aware of the scarcity tactics that they use, I mean, if you think about it, when you get a flyer from a store and they says, hurry, hurry in, these prices won't last, you're compelled immediately. Like it, they've got you hook, line and sinker. They want you to come in their doors and you're like, oh, this fridge is $300 off. I better go spend $2,500 and buy it. And it's like, did you really need a new fridge? Well, it's like me with candles. Like I just bought four candles, plenty of candles, right? Like my spiritual and paid candle. Absolutely love it. It's halfway done. And then I bought three more. And then I got an email from them that was like, buy three, get one free is almost ending. And I went in there and I like put all this stuff in my cart. And then I'm like, wait a minute, but I have to buy three to get the free one. Like I've got to go drop a hundred bucks to get a candle. Like I could save all that money and not get any more candles. And I was like, huh. And it yep. didn't even dawn on me because it was just such, like you said, it was like a scarcity tactic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you think about all the stores, I mean, they have Labor Day sales. They have Black Friday sales. They've got Christmas sales. They've got New Year's sales every season. Back to school sales. Back to school. Absolutely. Every season has all of these. So just being able to tell yourself that you don't need it right now, even just to push it off until you actually do need it or um, you know, something like that. That is that's something that I use just to help people become aware of what's your need, like utilities, food. And even food is somewhat negotiable because, you know, you could be living a steak diet or you could be living um, a, a cereal diet or something. <laughs> something more right, affordable. You can go to Costco and get steak in bulk and maybe you pay $150 once a month, but you're paying, you know, $3 less a pound because you're not buying one every week. And that means you have to budget Heaven forbid anybody budget. That word is just, oh, I hate that word. Oh, so it's funny that you say that because I don't use budgets in my program. I call them a spending plan. Maybe you noticed this from the beginning of this video, but I don't call it a budget anymore. Um, what I do is I create a spending plan and that is subliminally telling your brain you still get to spend money, right? You know, you have these expenses that come in every month. You got to buy gas. You got to pay for your kids tuition. You got to whatever these things come in every month. So you're going to be spending money every single month. Why not just put some intentionality behind it and give it space in your spending plan. And then it's a plan, right? So it's like your roadmap to success and you know, and then you know how much you have and how much goes out. So, right. Give your dollars a job. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. So Sarah, we're getting to the end of our time here. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to share with our audience? Any last minute words of wisdom that you could put, uh, put out there for us? 
Yeah, I would just say, you know, start with that awareness and take it one step at a time. This um, financial journeys are a journey. They're a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Sometimes you have really great weeks. And sometimes when your mindset is spent and stretched, the rubber band snaps you back and you're back inside your comfort zone and you're back spending money in the checkout line at Target. Um, and just be okay with that. Know that every day that you try is a day that you're getting closer to your goals too. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for being here, guys. If you have questions for Sarah, especially if you want to ask her things without your whole newsfeed seeing it, you're more than welcome to join my group. It's called Dream Building Entrepreneurs. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash unstoppable dreaming. And Sarah will be there all day. Um, she'll have her own thread so you guys can ask her questions, private things. You don't want your mother-in-law to see, right? So feel free to join us in there. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. <coughs> this has been really educational and, you know, really insightful too. And I think a lot of folks are going to watch the replay and I'm sure you're going to get lots of people joining your group. So um, look out for that because these people, the people that are in my, you know, in my community and probably yours too, they're action takers. So um, that being said, you know, you might, you might end up with a lot of new friends. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time and thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed this. Absolutely. Well, guys, that'll do it for another episode of the Dream Design Podcast. Until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste. Thank you.